0: listening to Turn the Page, a bookish podcast about all things fantasy, YA, LGBT and romance. We'll be talking about our favourite books, the latest book news and events, and our monthly book club. And now over to our hosts Kaylee and Sophie. Welcome to the Turn the Page podcast. I'm Kaylee, and I run the My Endless Shelf Book Blog. I'm joined by my lovely co-host and sister, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. How are you? Anything new going on? Hello. Um,
1: Work, work, work. Work's taking (laughs) over my life at the moment. I'm doing a lot more hours than I'm used to. Yeah. Um, Okay. So yeah. Apart from that. Good. And I did the odd bit of fishing, which I uh, love—being outdoors and that. Yeah. Nothing exciting. Well, that's boring I know how
0: about you um actually I've been doing loads no I haven't um, <laughs> um not a lot I've um Finally got some library books for the first time since lockdown. I'm missing going to the library and actually looking around. I saw,
1: yeah, I saw your
0: little picture the other day.
1: Yeah, because our library have actually
0: started a new recommendation service. So you can now write to them and say, oh, this is the kind of stuff I like. This is what I want to read. Recommend me a load of books and they will. So I tried it out for Rosie, um, my kiddo, and she got loads. She got really great books. So we've been reading those for the past few days. Well, that good. was really good um, I'm back on bookstagram for the first time you? in forever yes I've decided to do a bookstagram <clears> challenge <throat> to try and get me to actually do something instead of being completely lazy um, so yeah so
1: I'm doing oh, you might um, have to b- tell me a bit more about those then, because I, I don't know about these uh, what the challenge is
0: yeah okay well the one I'm doing is called the book book owl emotional august challenge and basically it's just like um anyone can do it really. So you, th- somebody will create like a little graphic that says that so there's like a prompt for each day of the month. Mm. So like I think the first day of this month it was like adventurous and it was a book where you'd like to go visit if you could. Um mm. and then uh, one was like generous, so like um a book you'd recommend. And then today's was um a book that ma- made you think. Um, so yeah you just and then you just pick a book or multi- multiple books that meet, fit each prompt and then just take a, a nice picture of them but I'm doing okay. it a little bit different than I did before so I'm not doing the whole like staged photo with all the props kind of thing um,
1: okay. because
0: I just I just don't have the time so I thought my books are pretty enough so I'll use those as like a backdrop yeah instead. you've got so a nice, trying...
1: nice bookcase there haven't you thank
0: you so, yeah, I've just been trying to do them <laughs> against the bookcase. But I've been enjoying it because I haven't done Bookstagram for ages because I just ran out of time because I was making it such a big thing where it took yeah. me so long to do each photo. Whereas now I'm just like, yeah, I'll just take a quick photo of the book that I want to use
1: and See, that's See, I it. quite like the idea of like, getting no all your frills and everything set up.
0: Yeah, it's just I did and I loved it, really, really loved it. And I've got like two big storage boxes full of props, yeah. but I just haven't got the time to do it all. So yeah. I just figured I'd try and just ease my way back into it and then maybe work up to using the props again at some point. Yeah, I know. So yeah. I'm enjoying it at the moment. Yeah. And good. as well, just with the uh, library books as well. So what I've started doing is I'm doing um, daily kids book posts as well on Instagram. So I'm doing like one bookstagram challenge post and then um, a kids book post. So that if anybody like likes kids, wants more kids books for their kids, you can see some on there as well.
1: Yeah, I did see that the other day. It looked really good.
0: Yeah, I'm just having fun with those. I think I've used more props with the kids' books, actually, because I've just been (laughs) making all of my kids' toys. Um, So, yeah, that's been fun. And then I've started to watch some BookTube videos because I I tried to watch some a while ago and kind of got fed up that everybody was talking about the same books over and over again.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But then I stumbled across a video by, I think it's Noria Reads. Really sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, um, which really made me laugh. And so I've started listening to it, watching those, and I love those videos, so I'm kind of addicted to those now. <laughs> and I think I showed you one of them, actually. Yes, you did. It was good. It was really funny. It was. Yeah. Brilliant. But it yeah, goes. before we move on, I just wanted to mention last month, in the podcast, about 11 to 12 minutes in, I made a little snafu and accidentally named the wrong title of a book. I was talking about a book, saying that it was really good, and it had really good... Um, Epilepsy representation, and I completely mentioned the wrong title. The book that i meant to mention was Charlie Sunshine, and instead I called it Project Hero, which was a different book that I did enjoy, but just not the <laughs> one I was talking about. So uh, that's what I get for not updating my
1: Goodreads and forgetting which book <laughs> I'd read. So, yeah. Aww. But, yeah, what have you been reading over the last month? So, I finally finished The Bone Houses, which yes, was amazing um and my yeah. review is now live on the blog if anybody wants to check that out it is and um, it's a very good
0: review it made me laugh
1: and instantly made me want to read the book so it was a very good one ah good um but no i just i loved everything about it um and i was really sad when it ended because i didn't want it to yeah So i remember you saying that you actually kept putting off i did landing. i dragged it out for so long and i thought it got to a point where i was like no this is ridiculous you can't you can't keep putting this off. You need to read it. <laughs> and I wanted to read it. I just I just didn't want it to end really. But yeah. all good things. So no, I know, I know uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah.
0: It's really annoying, isn't it? Because sometimes you read like a giant book and you're like, God, when will this end? Yes. And then you read a short book and you're like, I just want this to go on forever. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was it was just a really, really good story. Um, yeah. And like I said in the last show that we did, obviously, I think with me traveling to Wales and seeing the mines and the, the slate caves, I was yeah. able to imagine it and set out the scenes. Yeah, so, so it well just brought mind. the setting to life. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was really effortless. Um, yeah. Which obviously, and obviously the helped was the, the goat. book. Yeah. Oh, the goat was amazing. <laughs> I want a goat. Um, yeah, it was wicked. What's the goat's name? It's
0: just goat. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. It's just so if you goat. get your own goat, you're just going to call it
1: goat. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, to go with my pet chickens. Garlic and Sounds Kiev. Sounds like the plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: really mean.
1: No, I only want That's one, really but I do mean. want to call him Kiev. But I won't ever eat chicken in front of
0: You've me. given yours really awful names. I name my pets after cool things. My, my turtle's pet- called them um, Jack Shellington. But he's actually really mean. He keeps
1: eating the fish that are in the tank with him. My pet snake's got a cool name. He's not a nasty name. Joe. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so that's what I read. I also read our <clears throat> book of the month. Yes, which we shall talk about later. Let's not go into that right now. <laughs> okay. And then I've recently started one called... Oh, you picked one. I know when we I last spoke, you, you weren't sure what to read. No, next. that's the thing. It just takes me so long. Um, but yeah, I found one on Netgalley um, called From Fire and Shadows. It's got a really pretty oh, cover. Okay. Um, yes, because I got you into Netgalley. So hopefully you can yes, get more.
0: Uh, because cookies. I live
1: under a rock and
0: don't know what anything is on the <laughs> web. <laughs> that's um, Okay. <laughs> I think we so, yes. all live under a rock in terms of certain things. We can't all know about everything that exists,
1: so I wouldn't yeah, worry no, too much. Like, I'm just don't know anything about anything. <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe that for a second, but okay. Well. Um, yeah. So, so how's yes, that so going I've, so far? It's really good. Um, yeah. I don't want to give too much away. We're not that far into it at the moment, but but yeah, I'm liking it. Really liking it. Really good. Uh, it's got aspects Great. of magic in there and a bit of mystery and yeah and things so so yeah i'm that's it. really good well i actually
0: have something that might help you to um choose what books you want to read in future so remind me of that later um, oh okay. i'll tell you about that um but yeah so i read a couple of books last month Um, I finished A Deadly Education which was the Mm -hmm. arc that I was reading from NetGalley, and it was so good I I know when we spoke last month I was like oh I'm not sure where it's going I like it but I don't know why and then it just became amazing and (laughs) I just loved it and I gave it five stars because it's really really good and it's all because of the main character Elle Mm. who's just hilarious she's really funny and sarcastic and witty but she's also really powerful but she's really good morally as well yeah. And I don't think we very often get like a really good moral, a morally good character in, in fantasy, but that's also really powerful. Because usually, if they're really powerful, they sort of aren't great or at least have a bit of an ego. And she's yeah. not that there at all. She's really, yeah. really funny and really down to earth. Um, and I really just love the way that she was portrayed. And I think as well, the world of the book. So it's set, um, so they're at a magic school, which is inside a void and basically when it's time for them to join the school the school just literally sucks them out of their lives whatever they're doing into the school they've got mm-hmm. no way out they're literally trapped in there no way of getting out no communication with the outside until they graduate but when they graduate um because the school as well it's built on sort of tiers so um for each tier is a different year level yeah um, an event and there's a hall in the middle which is the graduation hall and that slowly rotates every year and moves up for each graduating year if that makes sense and when the year yep. graduates they get and en- they enter the hall and the hall is full of these creatures called males which are like demons almost um who who basically consume magic and will consume anyone who has magic um so it, on, upon the graduation, they the students all get released into this hall, where all these de- these creatures are that are basically want to kill them, and they've got to fight their way out. But the school itself is really dark as well, and is really almost it's got its own mind. Like the the all of the rooms don't have like an outer wall; it it just leads into this void, which um, they then like ask the void for things. So say they're studying something, they'll ask it for a spell.
1: Oh, to help okay. them
0: do something and, and and the void will just toss through a spell book <laughs> and it could be really malicious like it's in another language and then they've got to learn that other language to yeah. learn the spell and it's really really well done um and it's also got a really good anti-hero so you know how you usually get like the hero who's usually you know usually the guy who yeah. comes in and saves everyone it completely tips that on its head and it's really good um and the dynamic between the two main characters it's a bit like do you know um you've seen lord of the rings right yeah you know, uh, Legolas and Gimli when they're always just sort of like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> yeah. When, when it's like, "Oh, when they're counting how many kills they've had."
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, the friendship is a bit like that, and what it does me? really make you laugh. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, exactly. It's really, really good, and uh, as you can tell from the fact that I haven't stopped talking for what the past two three minutes, <laughs> I'm really. It was really, really good, and I can't wait for the next one. Oh, that's um, good so that was good, though. That was. Yeah, it was really, really good, and I would highly recommend it. I think that's out later this year. I'm not sure was, exactly when. I, in my head, I'm thinking September.
1: Yeah, I was I'm was not say, I sure. It, I remember you mentioned it to me not long ago. Um yeah. based on your feedback from before you'd finished the book, um, you made me want to read it. So, yeah, but if you I add have... it
0: to Goodreads, they should send you an email when it's released. Anyway. Yeah, so hopefully you won't miss it.
1: <laughs> I hope not, um, which I have a tendency read... to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, we all do. There's, I, I, I'm saying now that I've read that one, and I can't wait for the second instalment. You watch that second instalment and come <laughs> rolling around, and I won't even know. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, and then I got another arc um, this time directly from the author, which was Mayday by um, Josie Jaffrey. And that was sort of a detective novel, but with a twist. Um, So it was all about vampires, Mm. um, which was really cool, actually. Um, Because at the beginning, truthfully, it did start a bit slow. The pace was a bit slow and I was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this. But then actually it picked up um, really quickly. And I think that was because the main character is really good. Um, She's really, she does carry the story well. She's, She's really sarcastic and just kind of ballsy if that makes sense she just kind of runs into all these dangerous situations and she's got her own agenda and she's sort of fighting the system so that's really cool Um, she's also a really realistic character so you know like obviously you read a lot of stuff and it's they're all very well put together and all very glamorous and yeah. they always look like they're freshly showered. She's not <laughs> she's usually wearing the same unwashed clothes. She's never had a shower. She's always running late. She's all, almost always hung over and she just doesn't care what anyone thinks. And so yeah. she's a really good character. Yeah, and then I like um, characters
1: like that. But you don't come across them very yeah. often.
0: No, exactly. And I think that's what won me over with this book, to be honest. Is at the beginning I was thinking, you know, oh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna like this, but she that the character did just win me over Mm. and actually as well what I really liked about this was um, the love interest so uh, the main character is bisexual so it's like um, a love triangle um, with a woman and a man which I thought was really interesting Um, so you've got sort of two love interests one's sort of like a a, a nerdy doctor and then the other is like this vampire baron Mm. and truthfully my, I'm like more swaying towards one side than the other because I think the chemistry was better with one way, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it was really, really good. And also it was like, in terms of, because I don't read a lot of mystery and crime and things like that. Um, but what I really enjoyed was sort of trying to guess who the murderer was the whole way through. So I was just there, <laughs> just like, oh, it's this person. And then you get a new piece of information. I was like, no, it's this person. And I was completely wrong all the way through. And I don't I don't think I've ever been as caught off guard by some like a reveal at the end because I had no inclination that it was this person, yeah. that it was this character who was the murderer. So yeah, it was it did a really great job of that. Good. Good. Yeah. You read anything else? Um I read um a book called Fakers by Lucy Lennox and May Archer, and that was alright. It was um I gave it a three stars because it was really it was sweet and it was really fun and light-hearted there just wasn't a lot of plot to it if that makes sense yeah so it was a it was a romance novel and it was it was just nice and just fun and just easy going just like a break yeah it was kind of a break between the, the big fantasy books that I'd been reading so that was good And then at the moment, I'm reading two books, um, which I've just started. So I've started um, No Big Deal by Bethany Rutter, which I got from Netgalley as an ARC a really long time ago. And I just never got around to reading it. Um, So I'm reading that at the minute. And that's meant to be sort of a a body positive YA.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, So I've just I've only just started that. And then the other one is the Fat Girl Finishing School, which is a book of poetry. Okay. Um, again, body positive, book of poetry. So, again, I've only really just started that, so we'll see how they go. But they're mm-hmm. very, both very well rated and they both sound really good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into those. Good, good. Yeah. Okay. So, I thought the next thing, the next thing I wanted to talk about is a little <laughs> bit of a sensitive subject, actually. Um, well, it, it will time. be for you
1: anyway. Yeah,
0: just because a
1: little
0: bit. I wanted to talk about um dnfing books or do not finish which is the name of your do not finish shelf on goodreads if you start reading a book and then you decide not to finish it
1: yeah can i so... go
0: first on this one <laughs> <laughs> well just you can in one second so i just ran a quick poll on twitter yeah. to ask other people's opinions on this and so i just basically said do you do, do you dnf books um yes or no and the yes is won by a landslide. <laughs> Uh, We had a few votes, and so yes, won by 83.3%. But go on, I'll let you carry on for now. No, no, it's
1: all (laughs) right. Go on, say what you were going to say. Are you you sure?
0: Yep. Okay. No, I I was just going to (laughs) say that, for me, I used to have a really hard time not finishing books because I used to feel like, especially if I'd paid for the book, if it was a library book, it was a little bit easier, but especially if I'd paid for the book... I used to get the feeling that if I didn't finish it, I was completely wasting my money. And so I would force myself to finish it regardless of whether I enjoyed it or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, lately, I've been less inclined to do so <laughs> because of how much it bothers my mood. So, obviously, I've I mentioned before that I'm a mood reader. So, yeah. if something just doesn't interest me, I can't, I, I just can't force myself to read it. I don't know if that's because I read a lot of, I have to do a lot of that for work where I have to force myself to do things I don't <laughs> want to do <laughs> to read stuff I don't want to do um but yeah so I, I have a hard time reading things I'm not interested in, and I do if if I do get to a certain I, I've not got in my head so when I did the the poll I asked people if they had a set point where they stopped if a book didn't appeal to them and I had somebody say you know if a book doesn't appeal to me by chapter two or three or 10 to 15 percent of a a kindle book yep I stop um and they said you know it's usually because the writing voice isn't a style they enjoy or they they don't feel that there's a clear goal or or anything going on and that's fair enough and I don't have a set um sort of number of chapters or percent I've sometimes read a book up to like almost the, the last couple of chapters and then thought this is doing my head in got rid of it yeah. and i know that seems like a complete waste because i'm almost right at the end but i just feel like now i'm at the point where i'm like i'd rather not waste my time on something that isn't going to that i'm not enjoying basically um
1: yeah
0: i do i do so yes yeah so, yeah so i've got no set limit but if a book isn't usually it'll be like if i don't like the main character if i can't relate with them or if I just find it really dull, because sometimes you just do... And and I'm saying this, being a firm believer that there is a reader out there for every book. I know how much effort and dedication goes into creating a book. And I will never say to people, do not read this book because I didn't like it, because somebody else might love it. And I've done that before. I've read books that have been really badly rated, and I've loved them. And and vice versa, I've read books that have been really well rated, and I've hated them. So I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't read the book. But for me, I'm just trying to, you know, if I, if I don't enjoy it, I just can't. It's just not going to happen.
1: <laughs> what about you? How do you feel about not finishing books? I can't not finish a book. If that makes okay. sense? So I can't... Yeah, yeah I, I know I, what you I mean. I can't not finish it. I've never, ever been able to. Even even to the point where... okay. I dread picking it up, and I know it sounds completely, like, a bit weird but I'm always paranoid that if I don't read it I'll still be thinking about it a week later, because I'll be like, well I wonder what did happen did it get better have I missed out on something do do you know what I mean so, like, that fear of the unknown, and never ever finding out where it ends for me it's too much, I'm just like, no, I'll just I'll just finish it. At least then I can I can make up yeah. my mind properly, knowing that I've read the entire thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, and
0: that makes that that does make complete sense, and you can then review the book a lot more objectively if you do that. And I completely yeah. understand that. And and to be honest, I tip my hat to you because you've got more dedication than I have. I just can't. I can't do it because if I feel my mood slipping, yeah, yeah that's sorry, that's
1: where I do my own editing because. Obviously, at the same time, if it's making me really miserable and I'm detesting, yeah. picking it up to read it, and I'll sit there and I'll argue, and I'll be like, yeah. just, just go and read something else, just just find something else and but i'll I'll just yeah. be like, new no, because exactly, do you know what I mean? I still need to finish it, um yeah, but yeah. I get what you mean and there is that whole fear of missing
0: out thing like you just said you know you want it you do want to know if it yeah. gets and better it, and you do way, hold I out think... this hope that there's something's going to happen to make you like the book but for me I think hope
1: all the... like if you're reading a, a, a book that doesn't particularly like grab you, you you you're hoping all the way through that there's something more that there's something that is going to change your mind and it's yeah. going to live up to your expectations yeah, me... and yeah
0: I mean for me like I said my I work a lot and then my free time is just like so precious and if I read something that I'm hating I just instantly feel like I'm wasting all my free time yeah so I'm just like yeah so yeah it's a a a difficult one one for me so yeah I, I, I I do personally choose that if if i'm not, i will give it a fair chance it's not like i'll read the first page and then toss it i mean i suppose you do that in the bookshop anyway though if you if you read the the synopsis and then read the first page and if that doesn't interest you you don't buy yeah. it but if I, if i have bought something and committed to buying it i will at least try and give it as long as i can but if it and usually usually to be honest they do pick up if they start slow like i said with mayday to me that did start slow and I started to get that niggly feeling in the back of my mind oh I'm not going to enjoy this but it did pick up and usually that's the case usually I do quickly get into them or at least over a little bit of time and I think for for that for May Day, it must have been I must have been about 20% in at least thinking oh is this going to go somewhere and then it did um but then there's other things where I've literally read a chapter and I'm like really hate this book (laughs) or i really hate this character this character is so annoying and frustrating and i just don't want to read it anymore um and then then at that point like i said if it's really bothering my mood i can't do it if it's not bothering my mood and i'm still curious because sometimes a character can be not likable but the plot can still be good enough to keep you going or vice versa a character could be amazing and the plot could be a bit meh yeah. and you'll keep going anyway for the character and hope that the plot improves that's fine and i will keep going but if it really makes me miserable and i sort of dread reading it i just can't do mm. it i just have to have to put it down and move on yeah which leads us to this <laughs> month's big plot <club. laughs> <laughs> yeah so this month we decided Well, you decided. I'm going to lay the blame at your door. You You decided.
1: It was a joint decision. It's all right. Don't feel bad about it.
0: No, I'm no. You decided to read the Ten Thousand Doors of January by Alex E Harrow. And again, before we begin, I'm not telling anybody not to read this book. It's been extremely well rated on Goodreads. Everything I say from here on in is just my personal (laughs) opinion and how the book affected me. (laughs) Um.
1: Yeah. Do you want to begin, or should I? Um. Yeah, this one really tested my. I don't never not finish a book. Um, <laughs> tested your resolve. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, I didn't know the rules of the the book reading thing. <laughs> you didn't know you're allowed to not no, finish. because it was it's what we're going to talk about, and I thought, well, there's no way we can both not finish it because then that's it a podcast would be that
0: that would that would well no that would still give us something to talk about but
1: i have a lot to say (laughs) well so do i because i the entire thing Um, okay i I don't know i just i had such high expectations for this book and obviously okay so i may have chose it on the pretty cover again yes which may be a lesson here on it yeah (laughs) because it is really pretty and but it just, it is. just it is beautiful. I just felt like it was so complex and confusing. And the, the main character, I did not like. In fact, I don't did, I think I liked any of the characters in the book. Um, okay. I found the plot of the whole thing confusing. Um, the style of writing just, just was not for me. Yeah. And like I said, I'd. I, I detested picking that book up and 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 reading it because it was just it was hard work. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, I don't know yeah. if there's something wrong with us or because it is such high. It's so highly rated on Goodreads and Amazon and everybody seems to love yeah, it. Yeah, it it is. It's highly
0: rated everywhere. Yeah. Um, as I said, the um, when I you know I said I started watching some booktube videos by um, Noria Reads. She rated it fantastically well and said that she loved it and it was brilliant. So like I said, it's each to their own. But for me, um, on my, I actually wrote on my Goodreads, I got to 30% in and I literally wrote, am I missing something here? This book seems so well rated and reviewed, but I'm not enjoying <laughs> it at all. It feels like there are too many characters with similar voices, so I don't know who's talking and I'm just bored. I'm actually dreading picking the audiobook back up. And that is how I felt. I suppose that's just one thing I should mention, is we did actually both end up listening to the book. Originally, yes. I was going to read it on Kindle, but I had a an audible credit and decided to read it, listen to it instead. And the thing is, the narrator wasn't bad. No, I thought... She was clear. She was emotive. And I first, thought she was fine. The first fine. few
1: opening sentences, like the first, first yeah, opening because chapter, you think, oh, this is... This is different. This is yeah. This is going to yeah, be good because there's yeah. There's a di-
0: yeah because there's a really solid foundate founding foundation idea. Sorry, um, and also the language is beautiful, yeah. and I'm not going to deny that at all. It's flowery and it's descriptive, and it is absolutely gorgeous. But I don't know what happened. I just felt so disconnected from it. I didn't connect with the characters. Didn't and like I said, there was so it, at one point I think there was a character who we were introduced to at the beginning, then the author was almost a separate character because they were speaking as themselves. And then there was another character introduced. And these were just like points of view characters, I should say, sorry, not um, secondary characters or characters in the story. So these were characters who were speaking from their point of view. So we got to sort of three characters who were speaking and I, and and they were that similar. I just didn't, I couldn't tell who was, who was talking. Who. I, did, I couldn't differentiate between the three. And I just sort of got lost. I was sort of just thinking,
1: I don't, I don't even know what's happening, what has happened. No, it wasn't until I just I didn't got have about, a clue. It must have been halfway through the book, and yeah, it, like it started to make a little bit more sense, and things were developing yeah. with the story. And I thought, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. could this could go somewhere now. And yeah. it just, I just, like I said, I just didn't like it at all. I thought the main character was just annoying to to put it bluntly um i felt like i got yeah, I mean, there I was nothing think... likable there was nothing she wasn't heroic she hadn't got for me there was just there was just nothing going for her at all i i don't see i i did find her interesting because obviously her situation was really
0: difficult and really unusual so she was basically the ward of a wealthy man who her dad worked for and also, I do think, I think, is she, um, I'm sure it was mentioned somewhere, she's multiracial as yeah. well. So she was treated like a curiosity and like something unusual. And she was treated very poorly, whilst at the same time being told that she was being rewarded and cared for and had the best of everything. And all she was looking for throughout the 30% that I listened to was... An escape and that I understood I related to that and I did think that she had an interesting story for me it just all sort of flitted off when the other points of view characters came into play and I just sort of I, I was just very confused and I know that it's sort of a book within a book and I think that's where I got a bit lost Um so, so you do start off with, with this one character who then finds a book and then you are told the stories within that book. And that's where I sort of got a bit lost because I think I was more interested in the original character and just wanted to focus on it. Yeah. So again, I think that was more my preference than the way it was written. Yeah, I mean, because the concept we both of well
1: I like the idea of. And I don't know whether yeah. it's because I think it was quite similar to um, Philip Pullman's The Northern Lights. Okay, I haven't read that in years. So um, I do, I do. I can't really compare the two, obviously, because it in in the second book, I think it is. They go on to like explain how they find these little doorways that leads to like different different worlds. Yeah. Um, okay, and I don't know whether it's like I read that not recent, not so long ago. Um, yeah. And like I said, it it is a different story, but I just think because I've read that, and I it obviously Pullman's was the first that I read yeah straight away I took an instant liking to that and so this was kind of it just wasn't paring up to it at all so out of the two I was just like this is like a really bad version of of the I, lights, lights, I don't like. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I
0: don't really like comparing books to other books, especially. I don't know if this is just a me thing, but I don't like comparing books by women to books by men. No, I, <laughs> because I think that's done all too often, yeah. and I don't. I don't do
1: that. Um, and I don't. I, but yeah, just, I, like I think that's just just my perception of it. I don't know if that's why I didn't enjoy it that much. Because yeah, do you know what I mean? But I, I, I really like the idea of of where the story was going, but I just, I just couldn't enjoy yeah. it.
0: See, for me, I thought it was going to be, based on the synopsis, I thought it was going to be a little bit similar to The Starless Sea, which has a very, very strong theme of doors and doors to other places. Yeah. Um, And that book I absolutely adored. It was a really, really great read for me. It was five-star read. It was amazing. The characters were brilliant. The plot was great. I loved everything about it, the imagery, the world building. And I'd hoped that this was sort of going to run... Along a similar theme, but again, like I said, I don't know whether it's because I listen to the audiobook, which I don't do a massive, a big amount of. I I don't listen to a lot of audiobooks, um, so I don't know if I'd have had, I'd have felt differently if I'd have
1: read it on Kindle. Yeah, well, I, I did so think like that I said, this one is point, just. But then, like yeah. I said, I didn't, I didn't think the the narrator was, was.
0: No, that's bad. the thing. She... she, I don't think she did a. Yeah, she, I don't think she did a bad job at all. I just think I became disinterested. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, it just started really making me miserable. And to be honest, it really affected me for ages. When I decided not to finish it, it took over almost two weeks for me to pick up anything else yeah. because I just couldn't get into anything. I started reading about four different books and just couldn't get into them because I just felt so just down. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. But yeah, and I know, to be honest, I've seen a few people Quite a few people who have a big problem with this book. Now, I'm not speaking for myself here because I can't really relate. So, the big problem that people have with this is that it's a white author who's writing um a multicultural character. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't do that, and I don't think anybody else is because that's you know that that'd be like saying that you know a a, a woman can't write a male character yeah. or a male author can't write a female character. And I think that's ridiculous. You can. Right, whoever you want but I think the problem with this is that there are a lot of racial slurs and a lot of issues yes there are that it's it raises a few red flags as to how well that's being portrayed by someone who doesn't have that experience
1: so yeah no I thought that 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 was something to think about that yeah
0: but yeah so we will chalk this one up to you know a book that we didn't enjoy mm-hmm. but it was still an experience and we've still had lots to talk about and the book chat on twitter will still be going ahead on friday which is friday the 14th of august at 7 p.m yep. so again if you have read it and you loved it and you think we've completely missed the point and you want to let us know what you thought come and join us we'll be
1: doing a load of questions and yeah stuff. please and please come you... in and tell us like obviously it's your opinions as well because
0: yeah because actually we had a we had a really fun boot chat last month, but it was just me and Siki. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a great time. It was really fun. And if you do want to recap of that it is up on the blog, you can read through all the um, boot chat, but it would be really nice to have some other people there as well. So yeah, if you did read, if you have read the 10,000 doors of January, come along and uh, let us know what you thought. Did you agree with us? Did you not? How was your experience? Yeah, so next month we have decided that we are going to read The Extraordinaries by TJ Klune, which is TJ Klune's new YA novel, which, as with all things, TJ Klune is an LGBT, and it's about superheroes, which sounds really awesome. And I'm really, really looking forward to reading that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. So yeah,
0: if anyone wants to join in with the September book club, can't believe I'm saying September already. um, Yeah, just grab a copy of The Extraordinaries by TJ Klune and read that with us cool so next up i had a couple of things to talk about and this actually brings me back to telling you about the thing that i found that might help you to pick books more easily okay so i stumbled across something on twitter again see i i don't i aren't on like i don't find things or know about things from my own means somebody else (laughs) usually says about something and that's how i find it that's how i found book and you know all all these other things so I saw somebody on Twitter mention something called the Storygraph and said how and they shared a picture of um like the dashboard of Storygraph and said how much they loved the layout and I thought oh this looks interesting I'll go and have a look and Storygraph is basically a book recommendation service so it's meant to be so you know how uh, Goodreads can recommend you books based on the books that you've read yeah yeah this is meant to be a better version so a better method of doing it and actually i'm really really enjoying using it um so you basically sign up and it's in beta testing at the moment which means if you don't know that it's not been fully released yet um basically anyone who signs up to do the beta testing is what who signs up to the site at the moment is a beta tester so you're testing to see how it works and you just report any issues any recommendations you have for improvements and eventually when they've run through all the testing it'll obviously get its official release. Yeah. Um. So that's just something to bear in mind if you do come across any bugs or any issues it is still in testing it hasn't been fully released yet but I signed up and it was what the first thing I thought was with them um, book Sloth, I thought I don't want to have to manually input all of the books that I've read on Goodreads whereas I've sa- signed up to the StoryGraph, and the first thing it says to you is Do you want to import all of your Goodreads books? (laughs) And you can literally just import a file and it puts them all in for you. And it was like, phew, it's done. And it was so easy. So it's now got all of my Goodreads books in, which is great. And then you fill out a questionnaire, which asks you, obviously questions, (laughs) (laughs) which basically asks you what you look for in a book. And if you're a mood reader, story graph is sort of built for you. So it's it's trying to find books that you will enjoy because of the things that you like to read and the moods that you're usually in. Um, so you'll put in things like, oh, I mainly read fiction. I like books that are lighthearted, adventurous, emotional. I like books that are fast paced and that are less than this number of pages long. So less than 300 pages long, or obviously you can change that. I like slow paced books that are more than 300 pages long you can put in loads of different information. So you can have it
1: completely personalised
0: to you then? Exactly. And once you've done that, it takes a little time. I think it took a few hours or a day for them to process all of my Goodreads imports and my questionnaire answers. And then it just gives you personalised recommendations. So now if I go on sort of find a book, which is their main page, it will show books, books, just for me based on the questionnaire that I filled out underneath that it will show books from my TBR so if you want to clear out your TBR and you only want to read books from your TBR it will show you the books there that it thinks that you will enjoy next and what's really interesting um so at the moment it's recommending for me the Priory of the Orange Tree which is on my TBR and it's recommending that to me and when I click on it it gives you these little um tags and it says things like it's fiction fantasy, but then it also says it's adventurous, it's challenging and it's medium paced. So straight away, I'll look at that and I'll think, oh, if I'm not, if maybe I want something faster paced, that might not be for me right now. So I'll look for something else. And if you scroll down, it gives you even more things as well. So under, so it's got like a mood um, list, a mood category. Mm-hmm. And it'll say things like the community. So all the other readers have said, it's a 99% adventurous um, it's 11% dark, it's 2% funny. So, if I'm thinking oh, I want something really funny that's going to make me laugh, that's not the book yeah. I choose. Um, and I'd look for something else. Um, again, so paste, it says 73% uh, medium, 5% fast. So, if I wanted something fast, I probably wouldn't pick that one. And then there's even more things, so people have so when you review a book on there, you get to put all of these things in what you felt the pace was like, what you felt the mood was like, and then you answer questions that like um, was there strong character development, were there lovable characters? was there a diverse cast of characters and you answer all of those things and all of those things then go into the algorithm and become available for other people who want who are looking to choose the book um and so far, the recommendations it has given me a sort of spot on. Yeah. And are a lot of things that I've said, I'm I'm gonna read that next. So it's recommended like um A Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter, which I said last I month. Was I really say you to said that last month. And you? um yeah, and um All the Stars and Teeth by Adeline Grace, which sounds really, really good. Again, that's like fiction, fantasy, young adult, adventurous, fast-paced, which sounds perfect for what I want. Um And then you can look at sort of, so like I said, it it ties into Goodreads. So it'll show you what you're currently reading, what you've recently added to your TBR, books you've recently finished. There's reading challenges on there. So if you want a bit of a boost, you can pick any of the reading challenges that you want um, and, and take part in those. And there is like a community section as well. Um, so you can follow people and you can take part in in discussions and all, all that sort of thing so actually I think it's really good Especially, yeah. like I said for the recommendations feature alone I think it's really really good I think it's much better than Goodreads because it's much more personalized and the reviewing system as well I think is better because you can put in way more detail which will then help other readers to find that book yeah so if you've got a spare minute I would definitely recommend having a look at the story graph so if you just go to the StoryGraph.com, it will just redirect you I think there's there might be a button that you need to click which will take you to the beta site and then you just sign up and it gives you instructions on how to import your goodreads library and then you just fill out the survey and I think somebody must manually import it or review it which is why it takes a little while mm-hmm. and then that's it you're good to go and so far I've had no issues with it at all yeah. with BookSloth, I was having a few issues where it wasn't opening the books I wanted, it was signing me out all the time. And with this, I've had absolutely no issues. The only downside, and I, I am hoping they they release something, is it's only available on desktop. So it's only available on, on the internet. It's not available as an app. Right, okay. So it'd be great if it, yeah, really hoping they bring out an app, which I'm sure that they yeah. will at some point. Yeah, no,
1: that sounds anyway. really interesting. I'll but have yeah. to have a look
0: at that myself. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it can help. It's great for recommendations, but it also can help clear out your TBR as well. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I'll ever completely. Anything will ever completely replace Goodreads, but I would use those two, and I have over the past few weeks been using those two together. So yeah. Yeah, it is. I was really, going to say because really I good.
1: always struggle to to find my next read. I think I think about it too much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Well with this, like, like I said, you can click on the. Which find a book tab and it will give you three books immediately that it's recommended for you you can then click on see more and it'll give you a whole list or you can scroll further down and then it'll recommend books off your tbr so you know you can it's it, i think for me that's that's a great way of finding books that i'm in the mood for yeah definitely
1: yeah
0: yeah and then the other thing i wanted to talk about is the young adult literature convention yelk what happened uh, this month no last month and um, the 24th to the 26th of July now normally that's a big convention that happens at the same time as Comic-Con in, Han- in Lon- London I don't know what I was saying then in London um, I've never been but I always wanted to go I think we were talking about going at some point either last year or this year I think we were on about it last year um, weren't we yeah, I think actually, I think what we did is we missed the tickets last year and said that we were going to go this year. Yes. Yes. I remember obviously no. never got the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they took that online and it was brilliant. It was a full weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just it was so much fun. Everything was on Twitter or Instagram. And they had giveaways um, of, of new books and unreleased books. They had cover reveals of, of, of books that are coming out soon. They had um, book um, excerpts so you could read those. And they did, uh, there were loads of panels as well where a load of authors virtually got together and did talks about books and different topics. And I think some of the stuff's still available on YouTube and Twitter. So if you missed it, just search for Yelp at home. The hashtag was hash- hashtag yalk y-a-l-c at home and you should be able to find everything but yeah that was loads of fun and i think that was the first example i've seen of sort of an online event done really well yeah. where loads of people got involved
1: it was really really good good yeah. good i'm hoping we get to go to the, next, the one next year pardon sorry i said i'm hoping that we get to actually go to the one next year
0: yeah, I know. Fingers crossed. We I mean, were supposed to be going to the NY Lit Fest as well in Preston, yeah. which again got cancelled. Um, so hoping that will be on again next year. Because they are a lot of fun. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. But yeah, so is there anything that you are looking forward to reading? Any upcoming books you're excited for? Um, so you've already said what you're reading at the moment. Yeah, so anything.
1: I'm hoping to finish that this month if work doesn't get yes. in the way of it again. Um, no I'm definitely <laughs> going to finish that um, I found one and the Extraordinaries <laughs> well, I might do I might just DNF like you didn't know I couldn't do that to <laughs> TJ and his books are amazing um, yeah I was
0: going to say you couldn't then. No. I'd be very surprised I'd actually be astonished really okay, you'd have
1: to disown me <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah I found one called the Sisters Grimm. I actually told you about it the other day <clears throat>
0: Yes, you did, which I got very
1: confused by because there's a kids series called The Sisters yeah, Grimm, which one. I thought that's what you were talking no, about. No, um, so I'm looking forward to reading that. And I've also, yeah. but on that note though, oh.
0: if anyone does have children who want who are a bit older who want sort of spooky fairy tale stories, The Sisters Grimm is actually a really fun kids series where um, there's two girls and um, lots of fairy tale creatures sort of come to
1: life. And they have to sort of deal with them. That's it's a really good series. Oh, <laughs> no, second. <it's> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, I also found another one called A Throne of Swans, which is. It gives off the impression it's like got shapeshifters in. Um, oh, okay. So, like you know, you have like a family name. Yeah. And these have got like, um, like an animal that represents their family, and oh, okay, and they are able to like transform into the animal that represents oh. their family bloodline um so okay and it's i have mixed feelings on shapeshifter books but yeah yeah i don't i'm think always I've looking really... for a good one i've never really read any but again the yeah. cover's pretty as well um yeah so yeah i think those are the main two cool they sound good yeah, and i also still need to read skyward which I've been looking forward to yes. reading since last November. Yeah, um, so I am hopefully <laughs> going to get round to that as well this month. Yeah, that sounds really good.
0: You have to let me know how you get on with those. Oh, well. But yeah, for me, like I've already said, so all the stars and teeth by Adeline Grace. Um, that one is kind of a cover buy for me because, well, not buy, I haven't even bought it yet, <laughs> but the cover looks really, really cool, and that is one that I think StoryGraph recommended to me yes they did yeah so StoryGraph recommended that to me it says it's fast paced and adventurous so that's one i want to read um a rage of dragons by evan winter which again i mentioned last uh month mm-hmm. which i do want to bump up my tbr because it sounds so good and again StoryGraph keeps telling me to read it so like i said it does seem to be quite in line with what i like yeah am um, so it just keeps saying read this read this <laughs> um and then i did a twitter Poll because i was trying to decide whether to read deep light by francis harding which i think we got together on a book haul once yeah and um i'm trying to i was trying to decide between that and uh dragon keeper by robin hobb which i have read but not for a really long time and um the votes swung towards deep light so i'm gonna read that but then i've also put dragon keeper on my list anyway as a reread because I, i remember it being so good yeah and i really want to just reread it and then um a really new one that I'm looking forward to is Heartbreak Boys by Simon James Green and I love Simon James Green um if you haven't read any of of his books I'd highly recommend that you start with um Alex in Wonderland which is amazing and I did I think I did talk about that last time actually um yeah so his books are really fun really really nice to read yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to those and i'm also looking forward to as long as we don't go into another stupid lockdown <laughs> looking forward to going book shopping this weekend yes with you for the first time in, in forever for the first time since my birthday which was december yeah so <laughs> yeah really looking forward to that yes me too yeah sunday is there that. anything that you've got your eye on that you want to pick up when we go um
1: yeah, I'd, I'd actually like to get a copy of The Sisters Grimm. Um, oh, okay, yeah. And I'm not telling you... I want to pick up The Extraordinaries if it's there. Yeah, I'm not telling you what the others are because you can to steal them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Do you know what else keeps popping up for me, actually, on Storygraph is the um, Unwritten Library, which is the one you were talking about last month, wasn't it? That um, The Library of Hell. Oh,
1: the Library of the Unwritten yes that's one that i still need to yeah, read as well yeah that's the
0: one yeah and StoryGraph keeps telling me to read that and the more i keep seeing it on there the more i want to read yeah. it the only thing that keeps putting me off is it just says i think it does it say horror oh i, hope I not. think or something like that maybe i've maybe i've maybe that maybe i'm making that up but i thought i'd seen something that's i think like it's got more of like
1: a, a dark twist but i don't i don't think it's horror uh, okay. If it is, I've maybe that's me. Bought a book on bad judgment,
0: but, I don't know. You, you that you said the Bone Houses was categorised as horror, though, and you said it wasn't at all. No, it
1: wasn't. So... It, it really wasn't. Um, going back to the
0: oh, there we go. No, I'm no, I'm talking rubbish. It doesn't doesn't say that at all. It doesn't say horror. That's just me making things <laughs> up as usual. Yeah, it doesn't at all. It says thirty seven percent dark, so it's not going to be that. What's it? Is it? No. But yeah, but yeah. On this is the thing on story on the story graph. It's really good because you you look on there. So for that book in particular, the library of the unwritten, it'll tell you all the moods. So it's ninety three percent adventurous, sixty two percent mysterious, thirty seven percent dark. And then uh, people have rated it ninety two percent for strong character development, eighty three percent for lovable characters, a hundred percent for diverse cast of characters. And it's got a 4.3 star rating and that's another thing with storygraph is you can give um half stars and points of stars instead of just full stars which you can't on goodreads so yeah lots to um ruminate and try out there yeah i would also like to get a hard sorry. sorry
1: um serpent and dove in hardcover copy okay Yeah I keep seeing Serpent and Dove and that keeps being recommended to me and then I watched
0: I watched um, the um, rant video that Noria Reads did on BookTube (laughs) um, about books that were hyped that didn't deliver and she just slated (laughs) Serpent and Dove so now part of me's like should I read it but then again I probably will because as I've said everybody has a different experience when they read a book and Nobody feels the same way. No, I think I'm, I'm, I'm not. Someone else does. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It just sound really good, yeah. and again, it has been rated really well. There was a lot of hype around it, so you know it could turn out that we really enjoy that one. Yeah. But yes, we are running out of time because I'm trying to keep these under an <laughs> okay, hour. Sorry, so <laughs> we'll have to wrap up now. No, that's okay. have to wrap up now but yes so next month's book club book is the extraordinaries by tj clune we'll be talking about that next month the second tuesday of september which kaylee promises to finish yes i promise (laughs) to finish i'm sure i will i've never not finished a tj clune book before so i don't plan to start now uh, but yes, and then our Twitter chat about the 10000 Doors of January will be this Friday, the 14th of August at 7pm. So come and join us. Just use the hashtag TTPBookChat on Twitter. But yes. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.